I can't hear you. You're muted. I forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> but that, it sounds like it's echoing, though. Huh? Oh no, I don't hear echo. Yeah, I just, I, uh, yeah. So I got the, I got the laptop going to make it easier for me to uh, maneuver during the, the show and stuff. So, <sighs> welcome to the show, everybody. Um, so what do we have going on tonight? So it's been actually quite a few things that has happened before we get into the topic of the reason that we are here tonight. So one of the um, things that you guys just saw the video had just played. Is where they gave the update of uh, uh, the Green Ranger, Jason David Frank. Uh, what happened with him? Yes, that's what he was talking about. Okay, I kind of missed uh, it a little bit. Okay, so uh, him and his wife was at a hotel. Uh, him and uh, they got into him and his wife Tammy got into an argument. Uh, it was reported that he locked her out the room. And she, he left. It was she left, and then I guess she tried to go back to the room. He wouldn't let her in. Uh, she called the police and said she had some concerns, whatever, about him. And the police called the hotel. Hotel had uh, when basically went into the room, do like a wellness check on him. They found him. Uh, they found him in the bathroom. He had hung himself. So. Uh, I don't remember who I was talking to, but that was one of my theories that I had came up with uh, before that this news this, this this news came out about uh, well after the news came out about his death, and they really didn't know why he was had hung himself or whatever or how he died. Wait, well, you know, we didn't know it was suicide, but I figured it had something to do with the wife and the whole divorce thing. I just knew it. It's like these two was together, and the next thing you know, he awesome. I said awesome, so he hangs himself. I was like, what if she gave him some type of drugs to make him like freak out or trip out, and then he's just like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying because what you said just so random. He was young, you know, so you feel like it had to be like an acute cause or something that was a new onset. You know, feel like it was something that was a chronic type of thing, or maybe an exasperating factor or a trigger, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, it was. It, it just seemed. It just seemed very off because, like, from the videos and stuff that of of him on social media, like leading up to this, and then him him was talking about uh gig upcoming gigs he had coming up. There was the whole Power Rangers reunion thing. And then on top of that, last year, he put out a video uh, about mental health illness where he played like different characters, like people who were struggling with depression and anxiety and all these other kind of all these other things that are, are signs of uh, like a mental health il illness. So he was very aware of mental health illnesses. He was uh, very aware of triggers and everything. So it was just like. What happened? Yeah, he really hadn't been. I mean, I know he'd been out doing shows and stuff like that, but he wasn't like really in the limelight for doing anything crazy. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, so like when he like when he's posting stuff on his social media pages, like 
he's he's showing his stuff in like comic book conventions, Comic Con, you know, different stuff like the Power Rangers. I guess they're trying to do like a reboot or some type of uh, like reunion show with the original Power Rangers and stuff because they were him and the original Black Power Ranger, the uh-huh. person that replaced the Black Power Ranger, the one, the original Blue Ranger, and some one of the other people. I think the one who replaced the uh, I don't know her nationality, the Chinese. Yes, Ranger, right? Uh, her, the she black girl, ranger, right? She was the Yellow Ranger. Yellow Ranger. The was Yellow Ranger, the one is the, the one that the black girl replaced was the Yellow Ranger. Okay. But they were all photos together like recently, so I'm like, oh, they're doing a Power Rangers reunion or whatever, and then all of a sudden, this happened. Like one of the guys, he had posted a video on TikTok. He was like, I just talked to Jason two days ago and everything seemed fine. Everything seemed normal. And then for this to happen, I'm like, he's like, I'm heartbroken. He was like, and then he was like, he said Jason had called him the day before or the day of. And he was like, I didn't answer. And I wish I would have answered the phone and all this. It, it, it's, it's very heartbreaking. And I feel I really I really, truly feel like the wife had something to do with it, with an ex-wife or whatever. They technically still married, have something to do with it. I I mean I mean I, I guess the world may never know at this point, right? Until some charges come out. Because that is weird for a person to want to hang themselves. Right. Like normally it's like, you know, they it's 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 the quick the, the quick, you know cutting the, know, the cutting or cutting pills or the um or like shooting. Yeah. So I'm like for this just to happen and then all of it and then this happened right after them two have an argument with each other, like it was just something seemed really weird about the situation. Hmm. Well, I mean RIP, you know, it's a it's a lot of that going around right now, but I am curious to see if something else comes about. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. Um, um also um, just to change uh, topics real quick. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. So the student loan um, plan, uh, the student loan. Ooh, God, don't get me started. They, they extended the pause on making student loan payments until to figure out what's going on oh, within okay. the court system. So, and then they're saying that they won't, the student loan payments thing won't resume until after a decision is made on the court cases. And what they are saying is if the the, the thing, the whole forgiveness thing is shot down uh, by, Jan- by June of next year, people will have 30, within 30 days, I think it's 30 to 60 days, people will start to after June 30th, I believe. Why would it be shut down? I feel like if anything, they should revisit it or revise the legislation, include more people, because I think that's why there's a pause to the repayment thing. It was some people was feeling like um, it was unfair because everybody wasn't included in the loan forgiveness. And I get Mm -hmm. it. So then they should revise their plan and then allow more people to get it, right? Kind of like when we had the pandemic checks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and only certain people were able, were eligible, so then they broaden the horizons um, of the group of people that would be eligible for getting a little um, stimmies. <laughs> right. 
So I feel like if anything, that'd be really stupid for them to roll all of this out, you know, and there wasn't any previous like um lawsuits going on when they made it very clear that this is what they were gonna do and they let them make a whole website and you know people were getting confirmations that they um done any other um information that they qualified like went through all these steps to put a pause to it so i don't feel like it's gonna go away i feel like they just might do some more advice and some more people are included hopefully uh yeah, because I think people who are included are people who make up to $120,000 a year are included in it. And a lot of people are, a lot of people who are against this or shit, now they're like, well, they feel like people are lazy and people are just taking, wanting to keep taking advantage of the system or the situation or whatever, as into why they uh, still are getting a uh, student loan. They're doing the whole student loan forgiveness thing. And then a lot of people saying, well, I paid, I worked really hard and I did this and that, and I paid off my loans in full. And for them to come back and do this, I'm like, and I look at some of these other some of these people's careers. I'm like, it's it's, it's twenty thousand up to twenty thousand dollars that was taken off. And for some of these people who didn't go to schools that or didn't receive any type of pale uh, grants while they're in school, and they use all loans to pay for their um their college tuition. You're only getting ten thousand dollars. Like y'all are angry about ten thousand dollars, and like, and to be honest, ten thousand dollars is not a lot of money in twenty twenty two. Like there are people who have sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars in student loan debt. So now instead of them having to spend the next probably twenty five years paying off that money, taking off that twenty thousand dollars or so, instead of twenty five years, maybe I'm done in ten years paying back my student loan. Like every bit. Helps and just I'm because I'm, 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 I'm not knocking nobody who paid off, did what they were supposed to pay off the student loans or whatever the case may be. Good for you. Now, for those people who did who who passed student loans and can prove that they had student loans, and I like, well, maybe they, they should actually do somewhere like those people who have paid their student loans off and fully. Within the last two years, who received who got who got private loans or Pell grants, um, maybe they could get like a rebate check. Yeah, because I think something. that's well, y'all can't see where I'm at right now. Hold on here. So yeah, I think that's what the problem was. Was it was the people that were getting private loans, right? Right. So, yeah, I feel like they should put some type of clause in there so they are included. I get it, you know? So, right. I mean, I think it was more geared towards the working middle class. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. It, it was more geared towards, it's basically geared towards the working middle class people who I feel like deserve a break. The, the working middle class people have been keeping this country floating during this whole entire pay, pandemic and got nothing in return. So I think this is a good idea to gear this towards the working class. Now, with that being said, if you guys are not aware, there was a, a, a shooting at a, at a um, gay club in Colorado Springs. And I'm going to play this video clip for you guys. So just bear with me. And I'm going to play this video clip for you guys and then we're going to talk about it.
Well, I told you that a lot of people looked and sounded bored during Donald The wrong video, y'all. I don't know if I have the video. I don't have a question. Oh. This okay. is the Colorado Springs shooting suspect, Anderson Lee Aldridge, pictured with his mother, who I'm going to talk about in a moment, and his California sibling grandfather, Randy Vogel, who serves the San Diego area. This is Aldridge and his mother, whom he threatened with a bomb in 2021. He was arrested. Police were called. And the question is, why would this man have access to any type of an assault weapon? Well, according to several sources, it was grandfather Randy Vopel, California assemblyman, who made sure that his grandson had access to the weapons that he wanted by ensuring that his record was sealed. And mind you, this happened in Colorado Springs, the congressional district served by Lauren Boebert. I'm going to talk about her in a moment. Before making the video on Bubba, I want to talk about Omar Martin, the murderer who killed and gunned down people at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida. We knew his name. We knew his background immediately following the killing. Why is it that national media has failed to give us information on Aldrich? I had to dig deep to find out who the killer was, although he was stopped that night by patrons of the nightclub. By gay men, mind you, not the police. I have yet to hear Anderson Lee Aldrich's name mentioned on mainstream media. I have yet to hear it. I have yet to hear anyone denounce this as an act of domestic terrorism committed by this man. My heart breaks for the people of Colorado Springs. My heart breaks for the entire LGBTQIA community of which I'm a member. And I hope and I pray for justice and retribution and peace and solace that surpasses understanding for the families of all victims. So, with that being said, hopefully Tina can still hear me. Uh, y'all can still, hopefully y'all can still hear her if she chime in. So, with that being said, it, um, I'm I'm sorry, guy. I'm seeing two different Tinas at the bottom of, of the screen right now. That <laughs> was threw me off. So, with that being said, um. The fact that, like he said, he had to to um, do all this research and dig to figure out who this man was that did this shooting at this nightclub. Once again, it's crazy because I really didn't hear about this shooting. It was like hours later after the shooting. Normally when stuff like this happened, it is breaking news and stuff. I didn't hear nothing about this until hours later. I didn't know anything about who the killer was until I saw this video on TikTok. Um... There is it's so many different things. It's like and the fact that they let this man try to hide or to conceal uh try to hide or conceal like what his grandson had did did. It, it just it just it just blows my mind how something like this can happen and how something like this can't How something like this can happen. It just it just blew my mind. What the fact is going that on? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I know old man Theater better not have any earbuds because he started echoing as soon as he came in. Fuck you. I ain't got no damn earbuds. Oh, okay. Oh, that's just somebody in your background. Uh, I think it say celebration on the top. Celebration? Yeah. When I, I just picked oh, it off wait. the website. Do you need my name? <laughs> Tina. Where's Tina? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. She's, she's picking up her son Kate for his birthday tomorrow. But 
So yeah, uh, so Theodore, I was talking about the the shooting at the gay club in Colorado Springs. That they didn't know there was no information. Like I didn't know about the shooting until hours later. The news outlet never announced who the person was. And then in the video that I had just played, uh, this the kid who did the shooting at the club was he uh, he was arrested for a bomb threat against his own mother last year. That and his grandfather had the record sealed and then gave his grandson access to assault rifles. So the grandson took one of the grandfather's assault rifles, went to Colorado Springs and went to a gay club and shot at the gay club and killed people. Yeah, I heard somewhat about that. That's foul, man. That doesn't... I feel like the grandfather needs to be charged also. For providing of it with the weapon. Well, the he did he provide it, or did he? I mean, did he give the kid permission to go in this cabinet or whatever and get it? No. So he he the the grandfather is on the California State Assembly, so he had his grandson record shield, uh, sealed so that his grandson can have access to assault rifles. And then they open. They show this this man's collection of assault rifles in a video. Um, where's the video clip? I'm gonna replay the video clip for you. Okay. This is the Colorado Springs shooting suspect, Anderson Lee Aldridge, pictured with his mother, who I'm gonna talk about in a moment, and his California sibling grandfather, Randy Vogel, who serves the San Diego area. This is Aldridge and his mother, whom he threatened with a bomb in 2021. He was arrested, police were called, and the question is, why would this man have access to any type of an assault weapon? Well, according to several sources, it was grandfather Randy Vopel, California assemblyman, who made sure that his grandson had access to the weapons that he wanted by ensuring that his record was sealed. And mind you, this happened in Colorado Springs, the congressional district served by Lauren Boebert. I'm going to talk about her in a moment. But before making a video on Bubber, I want to talk about Omar Martin, the murderer who killed and gunned down people at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida. We knew his name. We knew his background immediately following the killing. Why is it that national media has failed to give us information on Aldrich? I had to dig deep to find out who the killer was, although he was stopped that night by patrons of the nightclub. By gay men, mind you, not the police. I have yet to hear Anderson Lee Aldrich's name mentioned on mainstream media. I have yet to hear it. I have yet to hear anyone denounce this as an act of domestic terrorism committed by this man. My heart breaks for the people of Colorado Springs. My heart breaks for the entire LGBTQIA community of which I'm a member. And I hope and I pray for justice and retribution and peace and solace that surpasses understanding for the families of all victims. So you saw the you saw the video where they had the very young kids with um oh shit with the guns and stuff. So it it, it to me it's just a it's a whole crazy situation. What what happened? Trump. Trump. Yeah, I, 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 this is some Trump mess. Yeah, I mean, looking at the fucker with the red cap on, that's a Trump supporter, motherfucker. So, I mean, these people, a lot of these people up in higher rank and with money, they, they do shit like that to protect the 
their grandkids, their kids, or whatever have you, their family members. But I, I don't, I don't understand how something like that could be here without it raising a red flag somewhere. I mean, then they say that he threatened his mama with a bomb. Yeah, Before and the police was called and he was arrested. Okay. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> and shit is just, just corrupt. I have to refresh my tab. <laughs> shit is just corrupt, man. Dude, the technology issue, people, the technology issues we got going on here. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I oh, wait, I, I'm sorry, I got two microphones going. I'm sorry. That's probably you, Echo. You know what? I can't wait for you to go in the home. Oh, thank you. You need to be in the home. But speaking, speaking of Donald Trump, my sound is not, it's, it's, uh, hold on, y'all. Her home. Okay, is it echoing? No. Okay. So speaking of Donald Trump, I got a video to play, and this video came out right after he announced that he's running in 2024. Well, I told you that a lot of people looked and sounded bored during Donald Trump's big 2024 announcement. It turns out that it wasn't just my perception. People were trying to leave the room at Mar-a-Lago last night and Mar-a-Lago staff blocked people from leaving the room. Understand that the Trump announcement was so boring. People were trying to get out and they were forced to stay in the room. Here is ABC's Jonathan Carl. Folks, this this is beyond parody. It is stunning that this is the world we now live in. Listen to this. Incredibly low energy. I actually saw people trying to leave um, and, and people leaving early. Even before. And by the way, Trump is speaking right now. He was done. He's still speaking now. Uh, and, and then they, I think, perhaps a little concerned that, that the, hall would, the hall would empty out too much. They actually started preventing people from leaving. So now they're no longer allowing <laughs> What an electric atmosphere at Mar-a-Lago where it's quiet enough for a reporter to do a stand up while the speech is still going on. I mean, think of that, that that in and of itself is amazing. And increasingly, of course, the question is, has Trump fizzled out? The polling is not looking good. DeSantis is leading Trump in just about every poll. And Trump's not even I'm sorry, DeSantis hasn't even announced that he's running for anything yet. So the question of whether Trump fizzled out is one question. The speech really was very low energy. And at one point, the camera panned to Trump's family and they were all just kind of standing there awkwardly. It wasn't even really clear they were that into it. And there were some reports that not everybody in Trump's family wanted him to do this. Ivanka Trump, as far as was reported, wasn't even at the speech. And we actually have video here. Um, I'll, I'll play this. You can see a crowd milling from screen right to screen left. And they're just quite literally blocked. There's a bunch of staffers in the lower left preventing anybody from getting out. They, the, the, the entire thing was going to empty out and people were blocked security or whatever these people are not letting them leave. Forget about freedom of speech. They don't even have freedom of movement at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, so that was quite, quite remarkable. Here's another moment of just how bored people were. This was while Trump was speaking and you see Many empty seats and just absolutely no energy here. They've devalued their currency 
whether it was the pound or whether it was the yuan or the yen. Yeah. And I used to fight like cats and dogs with the leaders of other countries. Like a dog. Um, video at one point also caught Roger Stone. This is pretty funny. Stone was there. And I can't think of anyone looking more bored about all of this than Roger Stone. He looks like he's wondering where the exits are or maybe the bar. And they let it go back up. Instead of putting America last, <laughs> as the Biden administration has done very, very openly and bravely. My God, what it really was like, um, like Hotel California. You can check out anytime you want, but you can never leave. And much of the crowd mentally checked out, but quite literally not allowed to leave. Just one more clip here just to give you the flavor of what was going on. One guy doing YMCA. OK, check if you're watching. Look at the middle of the room. He notices no one else is doing it, and then he stops. So lower energy, hard to imagine. Trump didn't seem that into it. His family certainly didn't seem that into it. The crowd didn't seem very much into it. And one of the most interesting aspects of this was even Fox News didn't seem that into it. And I want to talk about that next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All you can do is shake your head. That was that's funny. What I mean, how can you hold somebody inside a joint? Like he literally was holding them hostage. Mm-mm. Like you know, where where do they do that at? It would have been a fight going on. Uh, I I just I just can't with that man. He just oh I can't with him. Somebody needs, needs to take him and and what you doing? Okay, what's the sound that's going on? Okay, how's the sound? It sounds better now. Okay. Is it echoing? Nope. Okay. <sighs> sorry, guys. It's, it's technology issues that's going on. I'm sorry. But yeah, the whole Trump thing was hilarious. He uh, was holding these people hostage. Nobody had any energy. Uh, I think that Republicans got the hint that Generation Z is not fucking with their Democratic, I mean, not the Democratic, the Republican Party. If you guys don't know, um, if you don't know, the Republican Party are conservatives where they want to keep things the same. They don't want the world to progress and have change. So these people that are part of this Republican Party probably see things at the time where white supremacists ruled the world type stuff. And we're in we're Democrats. They are for change in the progression of society and the progression of the world. So I think they're starting to realize like, like maybe we do need to make some changes to our party to get this generation needs to start voting for us because once these you know these people that's like 70 80 they're they're, they're going to stop voting some of them are going to start voting they're going to stop caring uh 
a lot of those people who were born during the time who live who were considered young during the white supremacy era that is now older, you know, those people are dying off. So it's now that they they can really they can they can really feel white supremacy starting to slip out their hands to me. It's leaving them. So vote blue in the power of the Christmas tree. What about Christmas? So, oh, Tina still isn't home yet. So the title of the show was Joan, Joan, Joanna Bunay Resby. Uh, and Tina was supposed to, well, that was close enough. And Tina was supposed to tell y'all about her story and and, and murder. I can, I, can, I can still tell her. I can still tell her. Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we gonna let we gonna let Tina take the floor. Okay, all man theater. Do you remember the whole John Benet Ramsey thing? Who? Oh, uh, I remember. I, I remember bits and pieces of it. John Benet Ramsey, the little um yeah, little, pageant uh, queen. Pageant. Yes, her. Mm-hmm. Okay, so John Benet Ramsey, um, as I said, just said she used to compete in pageants. Um, was found dead one day at the age of six. Now, it is so many just weird things surrounding this, right? So it started off with the parents um, calling the police saying that they can't find their child. Um, and they got a ransom note for the amount, demanded the amount of $118,000 um, in, in exchange for their daughter, right? Okay, so Police do what they're supposed to do. They come, they show up to the house, right? Get to asking questions. So it was an obscene amount of red flags throughout this whole thing, right? So number one, the ransom note, which was in a weird amount, $118,000, right? That was the number one red flag. I hate to cut you off, but that was the number one red flag. How many people going to just say a dollar amount of $118 or whatever? They would at least say 125 or two. Well, at, at, at least a, a solid number, 200000 Yes. So $118,000, right? Mm -hmm. So that's number one red flag, like you said. Number two, it was a deadline in the ransom note, and John Bonet's parents, um, John and Patsy, had let that deadline go past before contacting the police, right? So um, then, furthermore, into the course of the investigation, the police found out that the ransom, the amount of the ransom note, was equal to um, how much. The husband, father, um, John, had gotten as a Christmas bonus that year. Okay. Um, now, mind you, mind you, they found her dead the day after Christmas. Okay. Um, and then when the police get the questioning, the parents, the father hurry up and run downstairs in the basement and recover her, her lifeless body. Brings it back, bring, brings the body back upstairs, lays the body down, takes the tape off of the mouth of the child, and then covers her up with a blanket. 
And then it gets even more strange, right? They cleared the parents of any wrongdoing in this child's murder. There was no footprints outside. This was in Boulder, Colorado, so snow on the ground, right? There were no footprints outside um, of the residence. Um, and then there was also an older brother she had um, that lived within the house. And um, it was a few kind of um, theories. So one was that the brother had hit the little girl in the head with a flashlight that they found on the table. The flashlight didn't contain any remnants of John Bonet or her brother, right? Um, theory number two was that the mother had lost control of herself in a fit of rage from the young girl. Um, I guess she must have had a lot of um, bad wedding incidents. They may have hit her, like pushed her daughter. The, the little girl may have struck her head, which is because she had a gash on her forehead. Um, oh, her picture. <laughs> um, and that was another. That was another um, reason um, that she may have died. But either way, it was just a whole bunch of things. Then over the course of the investigation, they named some other. Um, possible suspects. One was like the mall Santa. There was an electrician. There was a nanny. Like, it was just all so strange. So, we're kind of bringing this up because um, I did recently read a report stating that, stating that they were going to reopen this cold case because they, they never solved it um, because they have new methods and tested DNA. So, now they cleared everybody that lived in their household, which includes the mother, the father, and the brother, right? Um, they did make kind of a docu-series about this young girl's um, very short life and the weird events surrounding her death. And I just, I don't know. It, it's just wild. It's crazy. I thought that they said something to the fact, you know, I could be wrong, that they were saying uh, the brother was kind of slow or something. He has some mental health issues, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. He has, a, he has some mental health issues. I believe he did end up suing um, whichever network made that docuseries. Um, so to me, I feel like yeah, he wasn't didn't have mental health issues like they said he did because he had enough sense to sue him. Um, but, um, but yeah. Um, so, he was pretty much just... Go ahead. No, so I was just wondering. So, it did the brother kill the girl, and then the parents covered it up for the son? I don't know. According to D, they were all cleared by DNA evidence in like early two thousand, and then the mother did end up passing um, from ovarian cancer. Hmm. So she so, basically, once they opened it back up, she done basically got off. Yeah, they can't really do anything. They can't dig her up and send her ass to jail or nothing. No, unfortunately, we cannot. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's crazy. Yeah, so I'm just, I don't know. That's just weird. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Like, 
I definitely feel like the parents had something to do with it. Every aspect of that investigation was just strange, right? Like, I feel like the parents only got off. I think the parents paid off somebody to be able to get off on this. Like, these, they, and something had to happen. And on top of that, what year did this, this, this death happen? Say it again. What year did this happen? In the, in the 90s, I believe. Okay. And they lived in Colorado. So I'm trying to think about what place in Colorado, what kind of job did this father have that paid out a $118,000 Christmas bonus? Like, here's $118,000 for Christmas. Merry Christmas. Like, what job does that? I want to say he had his own company, but I forgot what kind of company it was. And how he gave himself a bonus, I don't know. So that's what us. I'm like, that's what I'm trying to fi figure out. That's all I'm like. So it's not like this is a family who had money and they probably was the elite, like how the elite of the town, if it was like a small town community, that was probably considered the elite of the community and had ways to pay off people to make stuff disappear. And I feel like this is this is what this family did. I did they have a life insurance policy on the girl and then they killed her for the life insurance? Um, I never saw anything like that, but I did know that the wife liked to throw these lavish, extravagant Christmas parties every year that everybody was invited to. Oh, and see. I also know that the mother was, and I also know that the mother was um, a pageant queen herself. You know, so I kind of feel some kind of way about having girls that um, like even engage in that type of stuff. It's one thing if they're playing like dress up, but just to be in competition, like for like a beauty pageant, like mm -hmm. mm, I don't even know how that became a sport. Me either. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like we got Miss America. Like what really is that about? Like we giving an award to what? Like. These, these are women that come out here. They look a certain way. I know they're supposed to be engaged in the community some kind of way. Half of the time, we don't even know what they have done previously to coming on, a, on there. Yeah. And we may not see them ever again. I was just ready to say that once they win, you don't really see them again after that. They might do like one or two appearances on like Good Morning America or E.T. or something like that. And then they just disappear. But I'm yes. I'm leaning towards either I'm, I'm leaning towards either the father the mother had some type of psychotic break and killed the daughter, or the brother had some type of psychotic and killed the daughter, and the daddy paid to have it covered up to make it seem like somebody else did it. Well, I do feel like they did it because they needed money, right? Um, mm -hmm. I do know that her cancer that she died from was a recurrence. So that means she previously had it. It may have been tapped because of medical bills. You never know. Being in pageants is not cheap. Mm -hmm. I do know that. You know? Mm -hmm. And it was just a lot. Maybe she was straight, trying to keep up impressions. Then she has an older son that has some mental health issues, you know. And it really doesn't say too much about the mom. Really, right. it really doesn't say too much about the father. Then a lot about the mom for some reason. So that's that, what I'm that saying. He paid to have his name kept out of of it. He did something. That father did something. It, it's the possibility, like you said. I mean, they they had to been the uh, 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 pretty well well off 
um, um, family in that that it probably was a small small part of that that damn state or whatever, like Mayberry mm. or something. That's what I said, like a little small community where that they were considered the elite of the community. And they, they gave donations, this and that, so once something came up, they provided they jobs to it. Yeah, yeah wash hands in it, wash mm. their back or scratch their back on it or whatever have you. Mm-hmm. So they want them to take take their money mm-hmm. up with yeah. other things with it. Some it's it's just weird what people do in life nowadays. I, nothing really seems to surprise me. Right. I mean, I think it's just weird that they want to reopen the case because they quote unquote have new um, made leaps and bounds and DNA um, testing of evidence. And I'm just like, what for why? You know. Right. So, I, know, I know it's one of those age old. Um, Cold cases that everybody wants to be solved, but I don't think it's ever going to get solved. Right. Like, I, I don't think, yeah, especially with them, the father moving the body and the, the whole crime scene being tampered with, there's no way that this case is going to get solved. Yeah, but don't, don't you think it's a statute of limitation somewhere up in there to where it didn't be uh, so well, They're consider, considering it a murder, so there is no statute of limitations. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and even if the people are dead who committed the murder, it's just the fact that they would have a conclusion to what happened. That's why they're opening up this case also. Now, let me find out they reopen this case and they're going to pin it on the mother because she dead to close it. Right. Because mm. uh, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I see, I see somebody doing that. Right. I see somebody pulling some strings like that, like, oh, we, we retested the DNA evidence from da, 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 years ago, and it does show that the mom, blah, 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 DNA was found on this, that, and the other, and like, child by. Because he paid for it to say that? She can't, yeah, and she can't defend herself because she passed away, you know? Right. So, um, as we switch gears, I guess. Are we are we good? Yeah, we're good. Okay. So as we switch gears, the uh the talk of the American Music Awards. It wasn't Pink doing the Olivia John Newton tribute. It wasn't uh Charlie Pooth and Stevie Wonder singing We Are the World with some other people behind them that I don't know who it is, Talana Richie. The talk of the night that was all over the internet. Chris Brown won the award for favorite R&B uh, male artist and got booed. Yeah, what's the name stuck up for him? What's the chick name? And this woman right here in that beautiful gown said, uh-uh, chill, we ain't gonna do that. And gave Chris Brown some praise and the read there said the reason why Chris Brown got booed was because the whole Michael Jackson did the 40th anniversary of Thriller got uh like anniversary performance that they were they were going to put together got canceled. 
So that's why the fans was booing. And a producer came out and said that, that who produced, who helped produce the show, saying like, well, shows like this always has a lot of changes and uh, they had to make, I think they had to make some cuts or something didn't fit in or something. It didn't fit with the theme of the show. It was some type of what's the, what's the term I should call it? It's almost like an excuse that they gave. I can't think of the term that I'm trying to think of, but it was almost like they one of those I'm just going to tell you all this to shut up type of things. And they were so far along with this whole Michael Jackson tribute thing. Uh, Sierra and Chris Brown both posted videos of them rehearsing for this. So this was supposed to be a for sure thing. It was supposed to make it into the show. And the day of the show, it gets cut. I think that they just don't want Chris Brown to be acting the part out as far as his past or whatever have you. So that's my outlook on it. I mean, I mean, so, but my thing is, why even go through leaks and bounds to even get um, on the show? You got Sierra rehearsing, you got him rehearsing, just to cancel it last minute because of. Uh, Whatever backlash you think you're gonna have because of him and his previous history, and I mean, Chris Brown is always gonna sell out. Like, you know what I'm saying, if people are gonna have their opinions, there's a lot of artists out here that have done things um, in their life, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just to single him out, like he's a great artist, like hands down. And if and if I wanted to see anybody do a Michael Jackson tribute, I feel like he would kill it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I totally I mean, it, was just, it was all of that was just stupid. You know, it was just a waste. It was a waste of time. Um, and, the, and the thing about it is, they also the American Music Awards. Y'all promoted this as part of the show, leading up to the show, and then the show the show comes, and y'all didn't. <laughs> Y'all didn't do the performance. I mean, and I feel like, especially for minorities, if they're like, I, there was a time where I used to watch every award show. Now I'm a bit older. I don't really watch any of the award shows whatsoever, unless there is a certain artist on there that I'm like, oh, I want to see that performance. Like. I like and I feel like this would have been a performance. Yeah, know? this would have been a performance that would have made me watch this award show. Just like I like Charlie Puth. So they say, hey, Charlie Puth is going to be on The Voice or he's performing at this, this and that award show. I'm going to watch it. I'm just saying. So people have their picks and artists of who they're going to watch. So there's a certain reason why some of these people who don't really watch will watch the award show, which would get them more ratings. Which is what they want. They want high ratings for these shows. So that's why they hire, they try to bring in all the top guns when it comes to certain artists. And they dropped the ball. Absolutely, they did. It was terrible. terrible. And I I hope somebody else hooks up this performance so we can see it. Right. Because it's watching um, the stuff on Instagram of how they were performing, him and Sierra. Mm -hmm. Like, it's going to be a great performance. Mm hmm. Uh, speaking who, of performers, who the hell is Charlie Poop? He's a R and B singer. Oh, never heard of him. He made that song. It's been a long day. 
without you, my friend. And that's, that's him. Like, that's him. Uh, like, but yeah, that's him. Speaking like of performers, song. though. He King. So, something came out last night. And August Alcina, I need you to stop pretending to be gay. Yeah, that, okay. Like, because the way how dude walked into the room and the way how they hugged, that was like that, that was like, yeah, we bro hugs. Like we bros. Like that wasn't I love you hug. Like, where was the kids? Like, I would expect him to walk in, kiss them on camera, game up, gave him a real, like, I'm in love with you hug. That was like we best friends hug. So I didn't see the video. You got the video? You got the video? No. I, I do not have the video. I didn't watch it. So I didn't come across that today during my um, scroll through social media. So I was a little shocked. I wasn't like, like what, like what? And to me, I feel like he's only doing it because I don't, I don't believe he's hundred percent gay. Like you ain't just have this whole entanglement with Jada Pickett Smith, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm gay. Like what? Like, no, you're, you're doing this because you need to be relevant again. So how can I be relevant again? I'm going to say I'm gay to have all the gay guys talking about me so I can be relevant again. That's what I feel like this is. This is just a publicity stunt to become relevant again. That's the dude that had an affair with... With, with, with Jada Pickett-Smith, yeah. With, with Little Wibby. <laughs> yeah. So the way that he reacted with that whole situation and now we have this here... He got some stuff going on inside of his head. We don't know nothing about. Maybe so he might, it sounds like he might have some abandonment issues. Um, you know, it just it's just weird, right? It's just weird, and I mean, I'm not knocking, and maybe he do. Who's to say? I can't tell if somebody loves somebody or not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's just the whole. It's just strange. Like you said, he was trying to stay relevant. I feel like it's a little bit deeper than that. Because the way how the guy walked into the camera, so like, like, even on some reality shows or like, or even in like movies, or even you can notice somebody doing it in real life. Like, you can watch a couple in real life. And when that person's lover walks into the room and the way how they look at their lover, like the, the lust that you see, like it's a certain look. Okay. And when, and when the dude this. walked into the room, it was just like, uh, what up, bro? Do you think he's um pretending about his preference, or do you think it's just it's not really that person? Do you think he does like males and it's not just necessarily that person? He's not really in love with that person, and that's just the way that he's trying to come out. I think he's not in love with that person. And I don't really think that he's gay. I think he's doing it for a publicity stunt. Because to be honest, uh, there are a lot of straight TikTok stars who who consider themselves influencers, whatever they're famous. They got a lot of followers on TikTok. There are some of them who have sex with other men just for the simple fact of selling the OnlyFans page and making money off of OnlyFans. They would have sex with other men just for the sake of OnlyFans but then live a whole totally different life outside of that. So I just feel I like mean, this is one of those situations where he's just pretending to do this just to get become relevant again. Because once again, who was talking about August Alcina until this happened? Because after I mean, the whole he's taking the, it all, but he, he, he 
be a little bit too fine. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I was like, after the fine. whole Jada Pickett thing, and then when that whole situation died down and people stopped talking about it, and they stopped talking about him, it was just like, he was like, okay, well... But I understand why, because he made good music. So all he had to do was make some good music. Yeah. But I feel like he made good music. I feel like he's one of those artists. This is why I keep saying, like, they need to bring back 106 and Park or something like that. Because he's one of those artists like Trey Songs and Keisha Cole, uh, Lettucey, uh, what's the one girl, uh, Melanie Fiona. All these people who had big hits were only relevant when that show was on the air. I don't know about Trey Songz. Trey Songz got got some bangers, and now he in trouble yeah. again. But, you know, that's yeah, I mean, yeah, but he hasn't like he had bangers back then when 106 and Park was on, and they was playing his videos constantly to make him relevant. And then now, without that show being there, like Trey Songz put out a whole album, and nobody knew about it. I did because I'm a Trey Songz fan, but I kind of started. I stopped like listening to his music because of all the allegations of abuse towards women. Lately. There was that, yeah. But she got cleared yeah. up. Well, no, he just had another one that just happened. Oh, like, god damn. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so, shit. It's, Maybe it's, the yeah. shit is real, then. Hey, Mike, everybody can't be fine, right? Right. But it, it was, I just feel like it was a lot of artists who have, who post 106 and Park going, going off the air. Like, their careers haven't been the same far as music wise. <laughs> Well, I feel like the whole taste or trend of music has changed after that as well. Like, you don't really see too many, like, male R&B stars anymore, besides, like, Chris Brown. And you're right. All we got is Chris Brown and The Weeknd. Other than that, we stuck with people like Harry Styles. Uh, to me, Charlie Poops is a great R&B artist. Justin Timberlake once was an R&B artist, and then he just tried something different, and it was just horrible. I don't know what that last album was. But yeah, I just feel like me personally, I just feel like a lot of those people depending on that show for their music to get out there. Like I've never seen I don't I don't remember Keisha Cole ever being on Good Morning America. I don't remember it's it's like it's like when it comes to like the mainstream shows where other artists like like people were like uh, Janet and Mariah and Beyonce or The Weeknd or a lot of these other artists like Harry Styles, like they can go pop up at these places and be like, hey, I want to come in and promote my album and do a little performance here. And they can do that, like in the middle of Times Square. August Alcina, Keisha Cole, these artists, they can't go, they can't call Good Morning America or be like, hey, I want to come on and promote my album, do an outdoor concert here. They're like, no. And I feel like 106 and Park was that place to go to promote their music. There was the only outlet they had to really promote their music. Like they're not, there's no shows really for artists like them to promote their music. That's what 106 and Park was. And once that died, their music careers died. There wasn't no more hits after that. There wasn't no, they there, I, there wasn't no. I reached the top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. I might do okay on the R&B charts, but other than that, they careers died. Yeah, I feel like it's a... Because their music, their music wasn't all that. I mean, some people wind up being one-hitter quarters. Mm -hmm. Or what have you. And I mean, they can only make one song and and they, they try to make other songs and put them out there and they never 
they never make it. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, so R and B chart wise, Keisha Cole always did well when she put out an album. She might not have had the Billboard Hot 100 hits, but she had the R&B hits to her name. And like I said, like she had an album that after 106 The Park went off the air, it just, it just, it came and went. I don't, I don't even know. There's no TV performances of this song. There's nothing but I went out on tour and did, and I toured, walked this album, and that was it. So, so I will say this, even though we don't have those um, video shows anymore, I've always been a big fan of music videos. That's my thing. Like, I would go, so I utilize YouTube a lot, you know. Um, I will go and I will find a music video and I will See, watch it and I will watch it and I will watch it and I will watch it. Yeah, you know so yeah, people will go on YouTube, but like a lot of the so a lot of these people, like yeah, I put the video out for this single, but for a lot of people, even though they put out the video for the single, the single didn't do well until they gave some type of great live performance of the single. And if there's no place for them to do it, that's it's not gonna do well. I mean, I feel like YouTube is still a good platform to um, these um, cinematographers mm -hmm. to um, display their creativity. And, you know, I just feel like I feel like that is a good thing. Like, now it would be nice if somebody would have a YouTube um, show and do like a countdown. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they need, like, people like them need a countdown show where their video is being played on there and all that other kind of stuff to just to get the music out there. So there might be somebody might be scrolling through the, the cable channels and like, oh, well, oh, this show is on. Oh, they're playing. Oh, this is a nice song or a video, or whatever. There's no, you know, that you know, just random stuff like that. Because yeah, I think besides the people who are fans of that person, yes, this YouTube is there as a platform. But if there, if if somebody who doesn't know them doesn't go searching for them, how somebody's going? How are you going to get a new audience? Well, I will say this. If I hear something on, um, like, the radio, say I happen to be listening to the radio, which is rare, rare, um, and I hear a song because I'm the type of person, I fall in love with music when I'm in the car. That's my thing, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm in the car, I'm listening to this song, I don't quite know what the name of the song is or even who the person is that's singing. I get on YouTube and put some type of phrase or segment mm -hmm. of the song that I heard It'll pull it up right away. It'll give me who made it. I can see a video to go along with it. Boom. I'm going to get on Apple Music or whatever streaming service I use. I'm going to add it to my play. Like, that's usually, like, the timeline of events for me to discover new music. Um, you or I think, have to hear somebody else playing it. You know, things, it's just things like that where I hear it in a movie somewhere. I just kind of feel like just the countdown thing might just be a little outdated for the... Um, the population that they're trying to target. Like, they don't, like, I would say, like, my kids, they don't, they don't watch TV. You're right. They don't watch TV. And, but, like, but if it's, like, uh, a countdown show that's online, they might just, they yeah. might not watch it live, but eventually 
it's going to get watched. Yeah, and, and, and then on top of that, with the newer watching. with the newer generation, yeah, I think a lot of them don't even listen to the radio. Everything is either their Bluetooth and their phones to the car listen to music, or or it's going to be satellite radio. Or Facebook, right? Or, or like or Facebook. Yeah. So like, I feel like it don't necessarily has to be a countdown show that's like per se on TV. It should need to be online somewhere where people who might not have discovered these people or know about these people or heard about these people can now discover them kind of artists. I agree. Oh, man, Theater, I just want you to know you old as hell. But we are already coming over our time and I, and I didn't get to the video. We got to get to these uh, videos. But before we get into the videos, don't forget to head over to Habits365.com. Use code for receive 20% off your purchase. Don't forget to head over to RepsForce.com. Use code Marks and receive 5% off your purchase. Okay, we got one question. Uh-huh. Did you watch that video that I sent you about do tearing up sharks on 35th and North Avenue? I don't think I have that video. I sent it to you today. I could have swore I did. Did you did you ever see it, Tina? No. Nope. I'll send it to you too if you ain't. Yeah, see, I'm uh, I'm uh yeah, resend it to me. I gotta go I gotta check and see it. Um yeah, make sure you send it to me that I can uh, play it whenever we do the next episode. Tore that son bitch up <laughs> didn't they? Oh, his ass. Uh, <laughs> call them Ahab Indians or whatever the fuck run. It's like they call, instead of calling the cops, dude, it's so funny. Uh, I have Tiana, whatever her name is, up there on the ninth floor, or eighth floor, or whatever have you. She held my phone. I'm like, damn phone, I gotta go. But um, we watched it, man. Instead of them calling the police, they called them, they called the other people from Sharks. They came and tore his ass up over there by that pick and save. You definitely gonna have to see in that video again. Yeah. So this first video, I feel like it's old man theater. So I'm gonna play I'm gonna play this video for y'all and y'all let me know if y'all feel like this is old man theater. Yeah, well, I know the thing is, though, is that she's got to uh, go out and then come back in. I'm just having a bit of a moment. But I was given, I was given the pep- <laughs> Callum, I'm on the phone! Sorry, fuck <laughs> off. Oh my god, sorry. What the hell happened to this, man? What the hell happened to If he gets scared, his head go move, but his body go <laughs> Uh, I get to swinging. <laughs> <laughs> and cuss the motherfuckers out. You know better than that. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like that's you. Okay. So I got another one that's from a stand-up comedy uh, show. It's a dad and uh, it's a son, dad and son routine. So I'm going to play this one for y'all. I don't have a question. I just want to say thank you for making me feel less ashamed that I have more accidents than my did he just call me an accident? I'm a little confused here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I am not going to lie. I don't know if that was directed at me or not. <laughs> I sure fucking hope not, man. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to tell your brother and sister that. <laughs> You're going to have a new nickname around the house, I think. (laughs) 
<laughs> the man wanted to know if that was his accident. <laughs> All right, so uh, we we got one more for y'all, and then we're gonna do final thoughts because Tina gotta get something off her chest, so we're gonna go play video. Anybody remember the struggling process to figure out whether you had a snow day or not? Because what I just found out is the schools nowadays just send a text message. Done deal, school's closed. What did we do? I'll tell you what we did. We still got up 6 fucking a.m. We got ready like assholes because you didn't know if you were going to get a two-hour delay. A delay doesn't matter. You went down the stairs, you poured yourself a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, and you just watched the news. You watched the bottom like it was ESPN, the scores. The ticker just... They're on the J's. They're on the J's. By the way, this was the only time all of us just forgot how the alphabet worked. We're M. Is it? They're on L's. Is that after L? Is it L M N O P? And God forbid if your school started with a W or Z, you're already on your second bullet CTC. You're just sitting there talking shit about nearby schools. If they're close, we have to be close, right? There's no way, right? Then you saw your school two two hours. How how do we have a two hour delay? Your mom would always be like, "Well, at least you get to go in like, hey Diane, zip it. We're out of milk too, by the way, so." <laughs> so I remember those days and I, I wish it was an easy word you could just get a text message and you know if school was cancelled or delayed for that day I remember getting up on them cold winter mornings and you're sitting there and you know you see that it snowed a lot outside you see this school clothes and scrolling at the bottom of the screen I remember sitting there because I always miss it for my school or for Milwaukee Public Schools because I always tend to do something to miss it. So I had to sit there for 15 to 20 minutes so it felt like eternity trying to figure out if school was closed just for it to say school was open. I was upset. I was upset. I wish it that was just a text message. That was y'all generation. Our generation. Who was your generation? Get your damn boots on your ass going to school. <laughs> I mean, there were a few. There was a few occasions where it was a lot of snow outside and cold. Like I remember, I remember one year that was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna have a wind chill of negative fifteen degrees." It felt like every. It felt like every other school closed. School district closed and stuff. MPS. We had our asses out there in negative fifteen degree weather, showing up for school. While you better, other the, the Caucasian schools was closed. You better put on about five pair of socks and an extra pair of blue jeans. Dude, I had once I went to school, I had on three pairs of socks, two pairs of long johns with my regular pants on the funny area, two long john shirts with my regular school shirt and my coat black and gloves on. I remember times when we walking skips got so many fucking clothes on and shit. Be like, what the fuck? Right. You don't have to get up, get undressed. You got, you got your whole wardrobe on. Right. What's this right here? Is saying WTF? Pull down my We played that last week. So, with that being said, y'all, uh, we can head into final thoughts. Uh, just remember that Old Man Theater is the guy where uh, uh, his body stayed, but his neck didn't. That's Old Man Theater. So, uh, yeah, we can get into final thoughts. got no damn neck, motherfucker. See? No neck. Which I can't hear nothing for some reason. Hey, Tina. <laughs> hey. Hey. What's up? Okay, I gotta switch to, I gotta switch to the laptop because I can't hear. Ugh. What is going on? Damn. You show is ugly. <laughs> mm 
that mic is now can you hear now can you hear i can't hear nothing sign language okay sign language okay so yeah we can do final thoughts hit it okay so Oh wait, we got we gotta give Tina a solo layout for this, y'all. Hold on. What? Damn. Okay. Uh, okay, don't solo layout me. <laughs> Do that again. One more time. I ain't mess with you, then. One more time. Damn. I want an eight by ten, five by nine, six by six, four by four. Tell. Tell. I'm not feeling good with y'all. You can uh, be my uh, wish <laughs> Okay. So I just want to say I want everybody to try to remain as humble as they are. As, as humble as they can and to always remember to stay in damn pain. Like, I just don't understand why people decide they want to be condescending, why they want to be arrogant, why they want to talk down to people, like all this and the other, like listen, I got one mama, one dad. You ain't the boss of me. Okay. I just, I think I'm really tired of a lot of stuff, especially in my field where, where I'm trying to get to, it is not a lot of me. And I feel like that I get talked down to because of that. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what you think, Anthony. Martel. Asshole. Laura, we can't hear you because you're muted. So, yeah, I had to see your moment. So, I feel like people should stay in their lane while they own damn business. Um... The anywhere there's not a lot of people of us doing certain things, and we need more people of us doing certain things because I feel like people, more people of us doing certain things, would have more of a chance for better health and actually somebody advocate for us to who, who understand our lifestyles and the way how we live and eat and can recommend proper dieting and what better ways to take care of ourselves and instead to enjoy the things that we like. So for the person that is trying to stop the person from trying to do that for their community, go suck a dick. <laughs> well put. <laughs> <laughs> well put. Well put. Um, that's my final thought. I mean, I, I had to do some soul searching and some deep thinking and had to remember that I had to remain professional at all times and that there's one way more than one way to skin a cat because honey I'm going to figure it out shit I know how to skin a cat well my final thought is I think that we of color should be more respected in the workplace than what we are and fucking speeders down. Sherman need to cut the bullshit out and slow the shit down and motherfuckers need to stop hitting people and running over people and killing people. 
Ooh, I feel like that's every street here. And New Year, but mainly, trust me, late nights, I travel Sherman Street, and it never changes. Sherman, Cat. Yeah, but Titanga. I'm just speaking, when I leave work late at night, I still run across the same shit, and it's, it's like, it, it needs to stop. It needs to stop. We need to, uh, uh, um, and, and everybody blaming on the raising of people, this and that. No, it's, it, motherfuckers having common sense and realizing mm-hmm. that lives, all lives matter. I'm not going to just say black lives, but all lives matter. Because when it comes down to it, I mean, it, it, it's, it's us against them. Or, or or whatever have you. I mean, it's it's just it's just a mad ass world out here, and we need to come together and and figure out something. Whether it's something that we can figure out or not, figure out Legalize something that we, we can slow this shit down. Okay. Legalize marijuana. My final thought. And Montel is an asshole. Oh, 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 that that wasn't oh. supposed to come out right now. So my. <laughs> Final thought. <clears throat> Two of them. It's Damn. me. Tina's Thanksgiving me. So, Auntie just bring her best friends to Thanksgiving dinner. We know y'all ain't just best friends. I'm done with you. We know y'all ain't just best friends. <laughs> you so big now. Ain't seen you since you was baby. You remember me? So, I, I get so tired of hearing that. Like, what? <laughs> uh oh, oh, trying to get the next one going for y'all. Way on that one cut, y'all can make moves. <laughs> like, y'all ain't fooling nobody. <laughs> wait, wait. Speaking of Drake, did y'all see his latest hair pull where he got permed his hair, whatever that shit is that he did to his hair, looking like a 1950s uh I don't know, I can't even explain. He's just like from from like he should be singing like this. That's what that's what Drake looks like now. Hmm. That how old is he now cousin that he's standing up the whole time? That's probably Fia said to get the others. Rain drops keeps falling on my head. What? That's your daddy. Uh, come get grandma a kiss. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, this is. I just use, oh, I could just use my arrows. Okay, you're not spending the night. <laughs> get your coat. I mean, you're not spending nights, the nights, yeah, so get your coat. I've heard that so many times that family get together, so you're trying to go spend night at your favorite cousin house and stuff, and then you hear that right there from, from the mama, your mama and stuff like that. It would used to piss me off so much. When it's time to sleep and the plate it is missing. <laughs> I can see Theater doing this at a family get together. <laughs> His mouth that wide. Raising all kind of hell because somebody done took his place. No, nah, they know better. That's more like me right there, huh? <laughs> oh, what? Purpose and the food's still not ready. <laughs> hey, wait, because I don't, I don't mean to some, it's been some family get together. 
or they'll be like, yeah, we don't need so everybody should about three o'clock, you know, three, four, five. And food's still ready to do that. Food's still ain't done yet. Like, what the fuck? How? That's the yeah, I feel it. Uh, we go to get a to go play stash and someone ate it. Oh, uh, but someone ain't eat yet. Okay, there we go. You've been drinking today. I don't know. That one auntie that baby pictures. <laughs> no. That one auntie that sets her game up, her wig game up every year. I feel like this is the evolution of the crackhead auntie at the get together. <laughs> How your grandma <laughs> if you bring one of those patty pies for her house for Thanksgiving. I haven't heard nobody talk about patty pies in a while. Is that still a thing? Mm, I ain't heard about that either. I I've never had a patty pie. Has anybody have y'all had the patty pie before? Mm-mm. Oh, I've mm-hmm. never had one. Talking time. Stop. Older, older black people know they can just make you feel about that big. <laughs> now, not your hair done, and they still ask you what you're gonna do to your hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen that happen before too. Mm-hmm. Y'all come help clean up this kitchen for me. <laughs> Disappearing like I'm a- <laughs> that's you. This is a nice. I already knew that's me. Chad, that'd be so much work. Though. Yeah, you know what's there. I got like five decks of cards up there. I was waiting on I don't, I don't know where my dominoes went, though. Somebody took those. Fat, uh, I say, say fat man, Lord have mercy. Oh, man, theater looks like one of like Domaho. Yeah. Well, slap a bitch. We must have passed off from your foreplay and your grandma bust out the banana pudding. <laughs> Child, you better put that on to go plate. <laughs> Stick that mug in the refrigerator, take a nap, and go back at it. I think banana. I'm. I've never. No, I don't like yeah. anything with banana. No, me neither. They can, keep, they can keep banana pudding. I am sorry. They can keep it. Your mama said we can play in your room. That's you. <laughs> That's you. I used to hate that. I didn't like that. When you get put on the spot to say grace. Now that probably be a look that I give. Like what the fuck? To, to be honest, this, this they is, do this it every was, time. This is like a baby version of Uncle Bean. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? You leave my childhood friend alone. <laughs> Why you wrote bring me a roll? Two devil eggs, some ham, and some more tea. <laughs> now that could be Corey. <laughs> when you come back from the store run with your cousin <laughs> again, y'all ain't fooling nobody. <laughs> yes, we do be fooling people. <laughs> you, but I don't even, I don't even like. <laughs> she gonna eat whatever I put on this plate. <laughs> I've heard that so many times growing up. Ciao. <laughs> 
25 minutes of us. Uh, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Same Cast Every Day Podcast. We will see y'all after the Thanksgiving break. Uh, we, I'll have to talk to the crew to decide on what day we're going to make our return back after the break. And uh, we'll see y'all on the next episode. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. And don't forget, if you don't know how to make a turkey, the ball, turkey ball, or whatever it's called, Go to the store. I wasn't done yet. Go to the store and buy you some turkey. Ain't nothing wrong with some turkey. Go to the store and buy you some turkey and it turned out just fine. Just eat some turkey. Y'all have a good one. Okay, all right now. And if y'all need some Christmas lights, let me know before Christmas. Oh.